You are listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, where it's all about responding with confidence to the legal, financial, and personal challenges created by disability, unexpected illness, or simply aging in general. Join us weekly as elder law attorneys Tim Takis, Barbara McGinnis, Chris Johnson, and other members of the Takis McGinnis Elder Care Law Team talk about the tools, techniques, strategies, and services that will make the elder care journey easier for everyone involved. Get ready, because aging starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Aging Starts Now. I'm Deborah King, one of the Elder Care Coordinators. Today we are talking about exercise for people age 50 and up. Joining us for the conversation is the owner of Stave Off Hendersonville, Shelby Blankenship. Welcome, Shelby. Thank you so much for having me, Deborah. We're glad you can join us today. So let's start off and tell us a little bit about what Stave Off Fitness is. Yeah, so... We, it actually originated in Canada. One of um, my really close friends and a lady that I actually do CEU classes for physical therapy with started it. And uh, due to COVID and a bunch of restrictions, um, they ended up moving down to the United States and kind of planted this bug of us doing it here in the U.S. And so we were the first to start um, it in the U.S. And we got to basically the whole idea is to have a one-stop shop for those 50 and up, 65 um, plus for Medicare, um, where they can have a long life fitness relationship. So whether that's they need physical therapy to get out of injury or illness, um, whether it's adaptive or personal training, where they need more of that like one-on-one care before they really get into that fitness realm, or they also have the option of doing our fitness classes, which is primarily geared to those lifting up with the overall goal of basically staving off disease, which hence the name stave off. But the goal is to try to prevent diseases such as hypertension, diabetes, anything that could eventually become a problem as we age. Very interesting. So how long have you been? Are you here in Hendersonville? Yes. How long have you been open? So we had our ribbon cutting ceremony actually in December. And then unfortunately I got very, very sick and I, we couldn't like really, really open until January. Um, So basically since January. Okay. Okay. And you're doing better now. That's good. Oh, yes. So Stave Off Fitness is more like a gym than a physical therapy gym? So it's a different approach to physical therapy. There is um, a longstanding vision, I think, for a lot of people, especially those who, you know, are older and have kind of seen the trajectory of physical therapy where it was more of like you have your table, you have a few therabands, you have the new step, you've got a ball or, you know, any of those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. Our goal is to eventually get you to fitness, get you out of sickness and into fitness. So we want you to be able to see how the exercises we do approach that. So we do things that are very fitness related and very functionally related. So a lot of deadlifts and squats and doing things overhead and using a barbell and getting you out of that notion, thinking that it's intimidating because you only see it in a gym, but now you Mm -hmm. actually see it in physical therapy. So you can 
feel a little bit more comfortable of progressing that trajectory onto the fitness side of a fitness class. Okay. Okay. So how do people just come and go? Do they have appointments? Yeah. So we actually do all our booking online um, at our website at staveoff.com. There's a book now uh, button and you can pick what, um, discipline you want, whether it's, you know, the fitness classes, the personal training or adaptive training or uh, the physical therapy. And you just book online and we do everything um, through that uh, application. That way we don't have too many people in a fitness class. We try to keep a maximum of seven people. So you still get that personalized approach so that Anytime, like if you have an injury or um, you're a new student, you never feel lost. And there's always somebody who can like bridge that gap, make it approachable because everything we do is scalable. There's never a point where like you just can't do an exercise. So you provide all those modifications for people with arthritis or um, that are recovering from or have back problems or injuries. Correct. We even did that today. Actually, we had a workout that required um, some deadlifting and we have some, um, we call it like parallel bars. They kind of look like hurdles almost. Mm -hmm. And we just can modify the range of motion. We can modify the weight. We, there's all different types of modifications that we can do. Um, because this business is both my husband and I's passion and being a physical therapist and him being a strength and conditioning coach, we know how important it is to keep people in the gym and mm-hmm. we never want people to come because not come because of an injury or an illness. I mean, of course, as long as it's not contagious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. So does insurance pay for this? So insurance, we currently only take Medicare traditional for the physical therapy services, but everything uh-huh. else is cash pay. Okay. Okay. So it's billable just like a, so you have to have a doctor's order for the physical therapy or are you yeah. a DPT that you can write the order? So I'm a DPT, but usually with Medicare, we have to get an order anyway. So you can have like your first visit and then we send it off to your PCP mm-hmm. or a doctor that you have that relationship with where it's appropriate, but most people end up going like the other route where a doctor is telling them that they need physical therapy. And so Mm -hmm. we just fax the order or um, bring the order. Okay. Okay. Are you looking to expand that to some of the advantage plans or commercial? Yeah, we're looking at that right now. We're still um, with the Medicare credentialing process. It's a very Mm -hmm. long and lengthy process. Mm -hmm. So we've gotten like, a good portion of the way through it. So where we can start accepting patients, but we haven't gotten like fully like the full check mark off. So I want to wait until that is fully secure before I start adding other plans in. But the idea is to add in some more Medicare advantage plans in the future. Mm -hmm. It probably won't be all of them, but it will definitely be a few. Okay. Okay. So, so that's good to know as well. Um, so maybe someone's coming to you for therapy for an injury and then you transition them into the, the physical fitness side of it to continue to grow and maintain health and fitness. Yes. Cause I think one of the biggest, um, issues that a lot of people have is they do six, eight, 12 weeks of therapy and then they stop 
And then, you know, six months, a year down the road, they're coming back with the same issue mm-hmm. because they either A, didn't stay up with their home exercise program or B, just didn't have that avenue to, you know, continue their fitness journey. And so other issues, you know, started popping up or, you know, things, you know, just get a little hairier. And so it's just nice having that the person who's doing your physical therapy is also doing your fitness. So they already have that relationship and they already know kind of the things that you're having to deal with on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As someone recovering from a back injury, I get that. And, but even, I mean, the studies show that people with arthritis or just general pain, that movement and strength training can improve that over time. Absolutely. So, yeah. so <laughs> one, one of our gerontologists always says you got to move it or lose it so absolutely yeah. and I yeah. think for a long time you know the framework was you know oh you just have to lose weight when it comes to arthritis because there's too much of a load well I don't mm-hmm. think our society necessarily has a load problem we have a lack of movement problem mm-hmm. so when people aren't moving they're not getting strong they're not getting that cardiovascular um, threshold. And so not only do they have issues like on their extremities with their back or their elbow or their knee or their hip, but it also can relate to like brain activity. If you're not having enough blood flow through your body, that brain activity is not required to do as much. Absolutely. Absolutely. So getting up and moving and then moving in a, in a manner that covers your entire body like a fitness plan would and and I've always been one that that classes and and having that commitment of I'm going to the gym at this time and this time during the week keeps you honest makes encourages you to keep up with that habit forming behavior right exactly I mean the community aspect is so crucial Mm -hmm. especially as you get older it's I think it's really easy to get kind of depressed of either just the lack of community or the lack of support when it comes Mm -hmm. to, you know, just anything, but especially when it comes to exercise, because so many people, they're like, oh, don't do that. You're, you know, we don't want you to get hurt or don't do that, you know, like with the little kids. And then people feel like they can't do anything and we want to improve their independence and really strive so that their life is good quality and not just this you know, slow downward trajectory of just losing independence. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you take this into any of the senior communities? Our goal is to, yes, yes. We're working on trying networking with those communities so that we can have more of an opportunity to get this message out. Mm -hmm. I mean, selfishly, I don't want it to be just here at Stave Off. Like I want this to be like, grown throughout our community and throughout Middle Tennessee and onward. Mm -hmm. It's so helpful. Not only does it, you know, make more independent older adults, but it takes out the caregiver burden for their kids. And that's a huge thing that I think people forget about. Oh, that that's very, very true is, you know, if you can stay healthy longer, then you're going to need less care during your lifetime. So, right. And I, I hear that from a lot of my families and, you know, we kind of sla- slide off on it that, you know, I just can't get mom to exercise or dad just, you know, he just wants to sit and watch TV in his apartment. 
And it's like, so how do we motivate these people who may or may not have been active or fitness oriented during their adult life as they age? How do we get them into doing this? You have to start somewhere, right? Something is always better than nothing. Uh We always like, especially in physical therapy, the goal is to provide like little, we call movement snacks throughout the day. So I have an individual, for example, where he loves to watch TV. So uh-huh. I always tell him like, hey, like anytime a commercial comes on, I want you to pick one of these three exercises and do it. For it's the that duration way. of the commercials, which could be anywhere from one minute to six minutes, I think. Exactly. <laughs> and even if he only does it 50% of the time, that's uh-huh. win. You know, that's still a win. Like that's more than what he would have done otherwise. Right. right. As they get more um, strength, they're going to want to try new things. And you try to find things that are important to them. Like um, there's one individual, like he used to be in the military. So like I'll put a, um, a weighted vest on him and be like, look, you know, like you look like you're back in the military again. And we're just going to have you stand up and sit down a few times. That extra weight and that extra kind of like, hey, like I'm. 85 anymore. I'm back in my 20s. Motivated. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and we've got some equipment here. Like we have this one thing called the tank. <laughs> and it oh, yeah. like a tank, a better word, but it's a sled that if they ever played football or if they like to mow the grass, like it gives them resistance and it makes them push harder. I think sometimes especially when you're a family member, it's hard to push your own family member because you're so used to the excuses. Whereas when it comes from a stranger, they either A, want to impress them and show that they uh-huh. need the therapy or they don't need the extra love, or B, they can see how fun it can be. You know, it's a, just a different environment. And people, I mean, I know sometimes people say like, you know, old dogs, you can't treat them, you know, teach them new tricks. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people just want a different stimulus. And when they hear the same nagging thing from their family members, I'm guilty of this as well. Uh-huh. You just have to like come with a totally different approach or a totally different person and just be like, hey, wouldn't it be, um, I would love for us to be able to go on a cruise sometimes, but we've got to get your walking better. So why don't we try this? Or, you know, find something that's goal-oriented and motivates them to where that goal actually makes sense. And it's not like something they just don't care about. And then those endorphins set loose with the increased activities and make you want to keep going, right? I don't know why it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Just little tricks sometimes. Or or you can go home and have a piece of chocolate because you did good. Well, this is really an interesting approach to um, health and fitness in this community, and I'm glad we got to talk today. Um, tell me who the ideal client would be for you. So we, I, I always like to say that I want, you know, it's nice to have people who are really motivated. <laughs> right. But it doesn't always come that way. I think to me, it's more of a purpose of, do you have a goal? Like what, and a specific goal. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, where it's like, oh, I just want to be able to walk a mile. Like it could be as simple as like, I just want to be able to take my groceries in and out of the car by myself. I don't want to have to use the guy from Publix. 
Uh Something as simple as that, like it can be daily activities. Somebody who has a goal in mind and doesn't know how to reach it, that's what I'm here for. And, And once they get to that point, then we just find new goals for them to reach and just, you know, sky's the limit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You'll have them running marathons before too long, eh? <laughs> More of a how fit will you let me get you uh-huh. rather than just reach one goal and then yeah. Well, that sounds great. We wish you a lot of luck with this new business opportunity here in Hendersonville, Stave Off Fitness. Um, we want to thank you for joining us, and that's it for today's episode. Thank, thank you, you for listening. Take Us McGinnis is a life care planning law firm helping families respond to the legal and financial challenges caused by chronic illness or disability of an elderly loved one. Join us next week for another episode of Aging Starts Now. Thank you for listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast. For more information about today's show, visit tn-elderlaw.com, click on the free resources tab, and then click on Aging Starts Now. You'll find the show notes there. And while you're at it, why not check out all the free resources available at tn-elderlaw.com? Document downloads, the Take Us McGinnis blog, educational videos, informative articles, helpful links, a TV show, and more. It's all there free for the taking. If you enjoy listening to the Aging Starts Now podcast, please subscribe, rate the show, or leave us a review. It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback on the show. Aging Starts Now. We'll be back next week with more candid discussions about challenges created by aging, disability, and unexpected illness.